Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What the heck is going on? It's old Baxter. Oh, nice. Look at that lighting. You got Hollywood lighting in your bathroom. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's Hollywood lighting, but uh, you, got, you got the window in the background. No, they have that. The one source of daylight. You got No, you got those, like, uh, the lights that look, that they put in the green room in, uh, you know, on set, brother. You know, the... Uh, light bulbs just all around the mirror yeah that's what you well you don't have the full mirror you don't have the light bulbs encompassing the whole mirror you're not that cool no but no. you have a few uh, I'm, not, I'm not that pretty either so <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta be a certain level of handsome to get yeah. the light bulbs all around the mirror you gotta get every single crevice shining i want to start with this jeff tell me if you can hear this hold on here let me pull it up Can you hear that? Together. I cannot. Expedia. Hold on. No, 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 no. Oh, poop. This is probably something I should have worked out off air. <laughs> but I'm going to try this. Hold on. See if you can hear this. Uh, there's no gentle way to say it to me. You wrestle like a coward. You wrestle like somebody can you hear that? I got nothing. I, 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 I oh, I man. Like okay. I'm, I was about to unleash the... Uh, the Miz, Dan, the Miz promo from Talking Smack when he went off on Daniel Bryan. A classic. A wrestling classic. And I just... Oh, God. I revisited that this morning, and I uh, wanted to play it for the audience, but it won't be as good if you can't hear it to react. No. Um, when was that? Like I'm trying two, to recall. Like, a year and a half ago? No, 2000. Like, right when we got back in, 2016, when uh, Daniel Bryan was GM... You remember that? Like, before he came back in ring, he was the GM? Only just. I, I was completely new to the Daniel Bryan character then. I'm like, why Why is everyone obsessed with this guy with the cheesy music? <laughs> yeah. How does this music start? It has that classic... What's that called? Flight of the Valkyries. What the fuck's a Valkyrie? I, I don't know, Eric. Is that a bird? Uh, it could be a plane. Is it a bird? A plane? <laughs> a plane? Is it a plane? Uh, no, Jim Jim Ross just did a podcast on The Miz, and he reminded me of that piece of gold, that great piece of work I forgot about. I it really was, like, was. I was like, God damn, I gotta, I gotta look that up immediately. It was a good episode. Also, re- also uh, informed me that the Miz won his first piece of gold on my birthday in uh, two. Really? Yeah, in two thousand seven. How about that? What? Well, what was it? The IC? 
No, uh, uh, tag title with, uh, interestingly enough, with with uh, Old Morrison. Oh, wow. Yep. So that's, uh, that's a recall. Oh, yeah, Ms. Morrison's a recall for sure, but that's that was during the dark period when we weren't watching at all. Yeah. Which I, I want to go back and watch the Miz's. The Miz's story sounds pretty cool. I want to go back and see all the dumbass shit they had him do. Now, some marks are probably like, what what the hell? But I had no clue that Miz and Morrison was a recall, and I was wondering why they had such great chemistry together. I figured they are just butts. <laughs> yep, that was his first piece of gold. So I, what would we have... I would have been what in 2007? You would have been turning uh, 18. Seven, oh, turning 18. No. Turning 17. 17. Excuse me. No. I don't know, Eric. You tell me. Uh, November of 89 to November of 2007. 89, 99, 2009 would have been 20. So 2007 uh, should, should have been 18. That's, yeah, that's your math minute for the day. Yeah. Um, we're, we're... And that's why we got a podcast. <laughs> right there. <laughs> we're starting off strong today. Yeah. That's why you... Failed clips yeah. of math. When you can't do that kind of math, that's when you start a podcast. Yeah. You gotta come to grips so, with... So, someone, else, someone out there will be able to help you. Yeah. Like, no, you fucking idiot. Yeah. It's 19. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm gonna put my money on 18. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. But, but yeah, The Miz. It was a great episode. If you wanna listen... If you ever got some, some downtime, that was a good one. The, the podcast episode of Jim Ross's, you mean? Yeah, Jim Ross's podcast episode of The Miz. But you do have to, they they are a big money program, so you do have to, there's about, there's the first five minutes are like ads from uh, fucking Conway or whatever, what's his name? Conrad Thompson's like uh, mortgage company. So you get to hear about everybody that saved thousands of dollars by switching to Conrad Mortgage. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Jim Ross does about three minutes about how he's pissed off because somebody on the internet called him gay or something stupid. <laughs> so it's, it's awesome. Which, I, I mean, I have no idea. I'm sure it is very annoying when you're a name and you're constantly being called, you know. The internet's a rough place for the famous. Well, <laughs> I mean, what... what? What can I tell you, Jim Ross? You're still out there giving your opinions every day. You're going to have a lot of marks that disagree with you. Yep. I don't know about them calling you gay. <laughs> I, I, I I would think a, a, a extra flamboyant gay Jim Ross would be a hilarious character change. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know that they called him gay. He's just complaining about the internet. He does it every couple episodes. I know, but imagine if Jim Ross like was gay and came out like with some khakis oh, yeah. and a low-cut shirt and everything and some gelled hair. Yeah, that character I'm envisioning it on South Park for some reason. You know <laughs> what I mean? Are you, are you uh, kind of mixing it with Big Gay Al? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, like just the gay Jim Ross character to me comes through in a South Park drawing. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> that would that would be good. That'd be good stuff. <laughs> what did we talk about when like what did we record on sunday last week uh monday monday yeah monday night yes okay so we didn't talk about raw so we just got we just got a normal week here raw and smackdown uh yeah yeah okay but uh i mean really wasn't much too raw like like i said last week it was just uh, gonna be a filler before the big old draft yep which uh what the day one of the draft was that that was on smackdown right yes oh and did you see we uh we we smelled old lars sullivan's stinking ass coming did you notice that you, you, you could smell his stinky ass a mile away, Eric. <laughs> and that one I will take credit for. A lot of the shit I hear is typically internet uh, IWC rumors, which I usually say they are. But I did not. I swear I didn't hear that one. I don't know. We just got lucky on that one. I just happened to think, where the fuck's Lars Sullivan been? And then, boom, there he is. Oh, uh... 
was he drafted or did he just come out and kick someone's ass? I'm trying to find him on my notes. He did I'm the same stinky ass, but it didn't move the needle for me, so I didn't really write <laughs> it down. No, it was terrible. It was uh he came out during he definitely whooped the Miz and Jeff Hardy, whatever match that was. Uh Oh, it was a tag match. It was Miz and Morrison versus Jeff Hardy and uh, who was it? You remember? Oh yeah, Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. There it is. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Yeah, he came out after that finish and did like a, you know, like the monster heel move, but it wasn't it wasn't that powerful. I didn't like it. I was like, whatever, dude. No, the the excuse me, the announcers tried to get him over. But, I don't know, it didn't do anything for me. Like, he had the classic, stupid, distorted, uh, Paul Mutes guitar rock entrance. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I'm scared now. Yeah. Look, look at this bald freak. Yeah. Coming out looking like he, this is his first time out of the house since the pandemic yeah, broke. looking like a circus clown. He didn't even, like... I don't know if he needs to put on some more uh, wrestling oil or something, Eric, but he just didn't look jacked. No, I mean, he's not that tall. So he he really does have to be jacked, and he wasn't that jacked, so I don't know. I I mean, I knew they were going to bring him back, but it was was a very disappointing return. I I don't know why they would have brought him back. Was he from uh, NXT UK? He was from NXT. I I don't think UK. Okay, he just has that British vibe to me. Oh, you might. I don't know. I don't remember him talking. He got canceled quick for some oh. for some weight room, or he was on like bodybuilder forums being homophobic and racist and shit. Oh, good. So I have all the more reason <laughs> to clown on his dumb ass. Yeah, it'd be a good time if 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 audiences were allowed. There sh- there would be a good time for uh, Lars Sullivan is gay signs. <laughs> a, little, a, little taste of his, a little taste of his own medicine. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. But yeah, so Lars came comes back. Who won that match? Uh, Hardy and Riddle. Nice, yeah. I remember Miz trying to slink away from uh, Lars Sullivan's wrath. I, that was not where I was planning on starting. Because, like I say, he doesn't move the needle, but... <laughs> You did call it, Eric, and that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. How did he pull that one out of his ass? I don't know. That one was pure luck, but I'll take it. Uh, so what What the hell happened on Raw? I, I agree. It was It was a poop Raw. I don't, I don't know if I remember a damn thing from it. Uh, well, we had a little KO show with Wyatt. Uh, Orton and D-Mac agreed to the Hell in a Cell. We had a women's tag team championship that was scheduled for the pay-per-view. What pay-per-view was that? Champions. Clash, yeah. The Clash, brah. So that was... That that finally happened, and we were wrong. That doesn't go against our uh, pay-per-view score. No. Our prediction show. No. But Jackson Baszler uh, kept the titles over the Riot Squad. I thought that was interesting with the draft coming up. Yeah, well, they're just poo-pooing the. Let's talk about the tag industry while we're here, because they poo-poo. They keep poo-pooing it. Like they. Well, I guess the one of the big news from SmackDown is that. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, it was a stink bug. I felt I felt something crawling up my leg. God damn it, dude! You know how many stink bugs we got in this house? No. But, Show me the stink. Can I see the stink bug? Uh, let's see. I don't know where he went. He he went under the. You don't know what I'm talking about? Little green guy. No, they're they're like uh, they're like a brownish overall. They all look a little different. Okay, brownish hue. But they're like they're like boxy. Like uh, they have corners on their body. Like they're real boxy and they fly. But you don't see them flying too much. Usually, they're just slowly walking up the wall. Okay. And, I haven't encountered too many stink bugs that I know by name. <laughs> well, I got a shit ton of these motherfuckers. I don't know what's <laughs> up with this That's property. Carl the stink bug over there. Yeah. Don't mind him. 
I don't know what's. It's this window. I, I we got one of those uh, window unit AC units for the upstairs. You know. Yeah. And uh, I think they're sneaking through the cracks of that. Oh yeah, I can see that. It's fall, Eric. They're coming inside. Yep. So I got to get Come rid of party. I got to get that fucker out of the window. <clears throat> but yeah, on SmackDown. For a brief second, we had uh, Xavier Woods return, and fucking Kofi return, and then Big E was there, and we were we were there, you know. The new day's back, baby. Yeah, uh, they have a match. I think it's it was just uh, Kofi, Kofi and Xavier versus the current champs uh, Shinsuke and uh, Cesaro, and of course the new day wins the titles back. Yep, nine-time champs. Yeah, which I knew was going to happen. It's like, obviously Shinsuke and Cesaro are placeholders. Yeah, nobody's You've been wondering when they're going to give it up for months, and they're just waiting for the right tag team to give it up to. Yeah, nobody's buying the Shinsuke fucking Cesaro merch. I don't, no. I don't even know if they have it. Uh, there's always one mark you see at the show. You're like, that's, a, that's an odd shirt for you to pick up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like a, a green shirt with shitty font that just says Cesaro and Nakamura or something crappy like that. Like, huh? You think you would have spent twenty five dollars a little better? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. not here to judge. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they win, and Big E comes out after a after a great match with uh, Sheamus that we'll talk about. Well, yeah, we got to talk. That about was that a great. One that was a good. It was a good SmackDown overall, but this one really pissed me off. Oh, Eric, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've been more kayfabe and non-kayfabe pissed off at the same time. Yeah, so they fucking, they they win, Big E comes out to celebrate with the boys, and then Stephanie McMahon announces during her little roll-off of the picks, she announces that um, Xavier and Kofi are headed... Where they're going to Raw, correct? With the SmackDown title. With the, with the SmackDown titles, they're going to Raw, which makes no sense because all champions have been like eaten up by each of their brands almost immediately. Yeah. So they're going there. It's like okay, whatever. We'll see how they do that. And then of course uh, Xavier and Kofi are like, hey, what about Big E? Like what, you didn't say Big E. What, what are you doing? And then the next pick. Big, big Big E gets taken by Raw, correct? Or no, by SmackDown. By SmackDown. So they are they are completely separated. Uh the the New Day is right now they're they're done. Which is infuriating. Not because they're done, like they could be done if you do it right, but what a, what a terrible way to split up an iconic trio. A draft. Well, the only plus side of that is there's absolutely no betrayal or no ill will within the group. Yeah, I'd rather have that, though. I'd rather have a nice, drawn-out, just, you know, somebody turns on somebody. I mean, that's the that's the pattern. That's how the tag team ends. That's how it always ends. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Eric. If they would have done that, then they could never get back together. Then it's, it's officially over forever. Now, if their idea of getting back together is them having a hip-shaking dance at the Royal Rumble or something stupid like that, <laughs> then I would be fucking furious with Steph even more than I was when she gave a stupid little uh, uh, forward-placed palm Yeah, bring this out. Yeah. I, I smelled this a mile away. You smelled our Sullivan. I smelled this coming. Yeah, a, ma- a manicured fucking political handout. Yeah, with a with a with a million dollar ring on the finger. The fucking handle's worth a trillion dollars, and she just put it, she just put it in your face, and just said Big E to Raw or to SmackDown or whatever, and you're like, what the fuck? Even before, like when they when she said the New Day will be drafted to Raw. The, the shit came up on the screen, it just literally said Kofi and Xavier. I'm like, uh... Yeah, it didn't even say New Day. It no. just said Kofi and, yeah. Terrible. And fucking, Xavier's been gone for like a year, it feels like. I don't know how long it's actually been, but... He's been gone forever, Kofi's been gone, like... 
it, it all happened at once. They brought everybody back and disbanded the crew immediately. Yeah. It's terrible. I am not happy. No. I mean, who is? You know? I don't People know. People can say they want Big E to have a singles career, but who the fuck wants a new day shaken up? Especially when they're in the situation they are in with, there's literally like no tag teams now. Yeah. There's very few. Yeah. The Usos are going through their shit. They're not really a tag currently. Not that they're split up, but the one's injured. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the New Day's split up now. Who you got? The the Heavy Machinery's barely a tag team. They're hanging on. Uh, I don't even know about that, Eric. Yeah? Because Otis got drafted and Tucker still hasn't. That's true, yeah. Maybe, they, maybe they're just ruining the whole division. Who you got? Shinsuke and Cesaro, which is just a thrown-together turd. I mean, unless you think that this draft was actually being uh, headed in a war room by Fox and USA executives, <laughs> this New Day breakup was a friendly reminder that, no, Vince is in charge of everything. Oh, yeah. And this is all part of his elaborate ruse. Yeah, because the draft overall was just stupid as hell. The oh God! Fir- the first, the oh, first, God. the first round had absolutely nothing except it had one movement. Who was it? Seth Rollins. Does Seth he- Rollins. I knew, I knew the Monday Night Messiah was dead as soon as we saw it on Monday. That's probably the highlight of Monday was uh, Buddy turning on uh, Seth. A yeah. Bit. Okay. Give him a little taste of his own medicine. That had to be the highlight of Raw. Now that I think about it. Yep, and Seth's gone, so the Mysterio story is over, you think, or? No, Mysterio's uh, got drafted to Raw, I mean, to SmackDown as well. All of them? Uh, it just said Ray and Dominic, but oh, you gosh. gotta assume Ali is coming along. Yeah, for sure. I just thought it'd be funny if they just did the Mysterio family and it just had all of them. <laughs> just had the, the smiling wife with yeah. the freeze in the still picture. Yeah, just... yeah. Maybe a picture of them on that couch when Uncle Jerry was interviewing Ilya. Hell yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So the first round had absolutely nothing except Seth moved. Here's 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 the lineup of the first round. Also, we had absolutely no explanation of the rules. Yeah. They just figured, hey, you remember from last year? This is all getting worse and worse every year. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. let's just go out and get this over with. Yeah. So Steph came out with their mom jeans and said, number one overall for Raw, Drew McIntyre. Okay, well, he's already on Raw and he's a champion. Number one for uh, SmackDown, Roman Reigns. Okay, well, he's already the champion there. So, okay. Number three for Raw, Asuka. Okay, she's already the yeah. champion. <laughs> this is going great. Off to a fantastic start. Yeah. Really shaking it up. and. That was a non-intentional pun. I just said a fantastic shart. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, like you know that they knew it was trash because nobody cared. Like Stephanie just came out and started waving around her trillion dollar hands. And that, and that was it. It was just like, here's this, this, this. Let's get this shit over with. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and then drafted the whole Hurt business, which I didn't know you could do. I remember that. I remember that was a rule back when they used to explain it. You can draft a whole faction, or you can split them up. That, that just makes no sense. Well, yeah. I mean, no. As far as making it like a competitive sport, it's that makes no sense, obviously. And uh, obviously, yeah. In kayfabe wise, her business probably wouldn't be going in the first round. <laughs> no. Dana you Brooke. Know, you, think, you think Orton would go? Yeah. D- Dana Brooke had a very high. Uh... Oh, Dana Brooke was way too high. <laughs> yeah. I was very surprised by that pick. I did I did not know she had that kind of worth. Uh, number 18, right after the Biggie and uh, Xavier split up. Biggie, Xavier, Kofi split up. They, they, they followed up that bombshell with Raw drafts Dana Brooke. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. wrestling right now. Yeah. Fuck all of you. Yeah. I literally, you can see it right here. Like I literally wrote it down in my notes. Yeah. In fuck red you. in red ink, fuck you. Yeah, big old fuck you. I was I was furious. Like 
Biggie was despondent, just shaking his head and tearing up. I wasn't tearing up, but I was about ready to put my foot through the goddamn TV. <laughs> I haven't been that pissed at wrestling in a while. It was terrible. New but, Day is the best thing you got going by far. In the business, yeah. I know yeah. Big e will have a, he'll be a great singles competitor. But why can't he be a singles competitor with his hype men? Just have him on the same show. Yeah, they, they can they, the titles and he can do a single reign. Yeah, they did it with, uh, I mean, obviously, they've done it with Kofi. Yeah. But my thing is like I don't I don't necessarily agree that it's if they break if they have a fallout they can't get back together. I mean it's professional wrestling. Yeah, they, they will they will be ten time champs. <laughs> no, I mean like even if they would have like if they I'm saying I would prefer the traditional route. Big E has a great singles push. Maybe he ends up champion. They get jealous. It all falls apart in a big match. Blah blah blah. They can get they can still get back together a year or two down the road. I, I I hear you, but I just think it's it's just a ter a terrible way to end such a such a trio is a draft. Yeah, like at least give me some a story. I don't know. I hated it, but uh, continue with your list. I'm I'm curious. I forget who was who who finished out the first round. Uh the hurt business. Okay, so go to number six. The second round of the draft. Kind of believable, but then when you keep going through, you're like, no, not really. Number six, or the first pick of the second round of the draft, Raw chooses AJ Styles. Okay. He is on the move. Okay. He, he, I think he's going to make a title push, Eric. This is good news for AJ. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's good. It, he can go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Number seven, even before the SmackDown Women's Champion is uh, crowned or drafted. Number seven goes to the boss, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks staying home at SmackDown. Okay. Number eight, Naomi is on the move to Raw. Okay, I like I like that one. But you also said Naomi. I I do too. I mean, she needs a reset, and Corey even said that. Like maybe this will help her career. Like, yeah, let's hope so, because Vince has been buried her for about four or five years now. Yeah. She had a couple number of... Nine, and number nine, also on the move, Bianca Belair, the EST, going to SmackDown. Yep, that was cool. I'm cool with that. But like you said, these are all picked above Bailey. Yeah. Odd. Okay. <clears throat> and number ten, the Raw ta- the women's tag team championships are staying on Raw. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, another poop tag team. Yep. And they don't even have any other poop. Ta- I mean, who who else they got now? Oh, they're trying to make Mandy and uh. Oh, Dana. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a big snoozer for me. That's that's kind of, oh my god, Mandy and Dana, come on now. If you, yeah, Mandy leaves one faction and goes into another faction that I care even less about. Yeah, I mean, if they if they come up with a, a name and they wear the same ring gear, I'll give them a shot. But if they're just going to be Mandy Bro- Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks, no, it's a big no. I, I don't know. I don't even know if I'll give them a shot, Eric. It's just the blonde tag team. It's not fun. I know. Why did they break... God, they're pissing me off with these tag teams. Why did they break up the Iconics? That was a cool... Iconic! That was sweet. Like, they had they had, they had the accents. Like, they were cool. You could tell they were actually friends. Like, it was a real tag team. I agree. We, we have been Iconic Marks for years, Eric. So dumb. They got one... They won at WrestleMania. But they had a poop run. Same thing with the, when you said Naomi, that's what I thought of. Because they flashed that she was a two-time champion. I'm like, what? She had a couple of trash runs, too. Oh, yeah, she was a place. I, I wanted to be a long-standing champ. Yeah. And she's only two times, really? Yeah, I think two-time SmackDown champ, if I remember the, the graphics. Oh, yeah, definitely. They definitely put her on the B-Show. Yeah, well, she's I don't. I, I mean, traditionally the B-Show. Lately, I'm, I'm all about SmackDown. I like the big dog. The the not the big dog. The tribal chief, Jeff. Yeah. My man, my man is just going insane right now, but we'll get to him later. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
So let me just run through the other two rounds really quick. Yeah. <clears throat> 11 overall. This is the third round. And this is when you know that this is not real competition. 11 overall. Ricochet goes to Raw. Before Randy Orton. Before Randy Orton. That's interesting. Before Charlotte Flair. I don't know if she was draftable. Are we assuming Charlotte and Becky are undraftable? I don't know. They, uh, I mean, it would be cooler if they made this more like a real competitor. Yeah, if they made it more realistic, it would it'd be better. Well, ha- hang on there, because last year they tried to make it realistic with the war rooms, and we clowned the fuck oh, out of yeah. it. Well, not like that, just like taking the big boys first. Your Charlottes and your Beckys. Yeah. Because even if they're hit, like, I don't know what, I think Charlotte's just gone. I don't think we have a story for her, but obviously Becky, like, you know, they're they're big enough to, it doesn't matter where they are now, you want them on the squad. Yeah, so they you got, want to be able to flaunt that, so you can put them up on your, uh, on your uh, channel previews during the football games. Yeah. Okay, so who, who's after her? After Ricochet. Or, uh, Ricochet, yeah. Uh, number 12 overall. Jay Uso is staying on the blue brand. Oh yeah. You Thirteen bet, overall, Mandy Rose, who just moved to Raw at a terrible time, is staying on Raw. And Dana Brooke is on Raw too, or are they splitting them up already? No, Dana Brooke is on Raw. Okay. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, I would applaud that move. Yeah. You know what? You gave it one week run and you returned it to the rental store. Yeah. Uh, 14, like I, I mentioned earlier, the Mysterio family is on the move to SmackDown. Yeah. Two-time mom. Yes. That could be her, her fact. Two-time mom. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wife of Rey Mysterio, two-time mom. Yeah. <laughs> Flashing up on the right side of the yeah. screen. Hell yeah. Has she said a word yet? Uh, Umatre? I don't think so. Maybe her English isn't so hot. I don't know. Maybe she has, though. I think she does. I think. I mean, I'm sure she knows. I'm sure she has a loose English background by now. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Yeah. But maybe that... Not necessary. Yeah. And uh, last pick of the third round, Miz and Morrison are on the move to Rua. Okay. I want more for Miz, man. JR got me pumped on the Miz. I want him back in the picture, man. Whatever it may be. Give him, give him the titles again if you want to keep him a tag team or let's go for a singles push. Well, it's, I mean, the way it's shaping up thus far, it's looking like a lot of tag team wrestling is moving to Raw. Yeah. Like, I mean, the literal SmackDown champions just... And it started the fourth round, Kofi Xavier going to Raw, Big E staying on SmackDown, like mm-hmm. we mentioned. Uh, also, Dana Brooke going to Raw. 19 is Otis staying on SmackDown. Just Otis, not Tucker. Just and, Otis. And Dana... And 20, you said, the last pick of the night, Eric. Yeah. There go the pants. Okay. They're staying on Raw. <laughs> Angel Garza? Angel Garza. Or excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm pulling Trump. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Angel Gar was he was already on Raw, wasn't he? Yeah, Garza's on Raw. Okay. I have I have a false uh, false moving sign under his name. He's staying on Raw. 
Okay, so I got a couple questions. So, yes. <clears throat> Otis is where? Staying on SmackDown. And uh, Mandy and... Uh, uh, they're, on, uh, they're on Raw. Okay, so they're keeping that thing out of the picture. Yeah, that that's ran its course. Thank God. Okay, so now I need to know... Because I keep missing this for whatever reason... I'm out of the loop on the uh, Miz like coming after Otis's bent money in the bank. Like, what's going on? They're gonna have a trial. Eric, I'm so confused. I thought they were set to have some sort of trials, the court date on SmackDown this last Friday, and uh, Miz postponed it. Okay, I saw uh, yeah. it'd be a letter to Tucker and Otis. Okay, because I saw Otis and Tucker in the back, and Otis had a like a vest on with some aggressive pens, as he called them. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. And Otis said, uh, "Tucker said to him, he's like, yeah, he's just trying to drain you dry." And Otis is, ah, Ducky, no one's gonna take my moisture. <laughs> and then it just cut to Corey and Cole. It's probably Corey and Cole's best thing of the night. They just looked at each other and then looked back at the camera and continue on. Like, they had absolutely no clue what to say about the moisture coming. Take the moisture. That's good. That's probably the best line of the night. Take away my moisture. Uh, Rumor on the IWC is that uh, Vince loves Tucky, or loves uh, Otis, which would make sense by what's going on. But, yeah, um, he's, he's, he's throwing Tucker to the side like a cheap whore. Yeah. <laughs> giving Otis all the diamond rings and yeah. Lexus he wants with the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase with uh, Mandy as a brief valet. So, I still don't get it, though, and maybe you don't know, but... So, why does Miz think he owes... He deserves the briefcase? That was really never explained that well to me. They had a couple of weird promos... Or segments like leading up to the clash, but it just got it, it got squashed. It was never that clear of a storyline. But uh, remember, like uh, he stole the briefcase a couple of times, and it ended up being a lunchbox. Yeah, I just I, I never heard why he thinks he deserves it. Like, what's the story? I mean, Otis won it in an yeah. Odd, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just as confused as you are. <laughs> Okay. I'm well. struggling to connect the the stealing of the briefcases to this court summons or the you've been served type of thing. Yeah. It just I, I can't make that connection in my head. I don't know if like if it actually maybe it's one of those post show type of uh, uh, rivalries that we're getting mostly like through talking smack or raw talk because I don't watch those shows. Do you? No, talking smack just came back, right? And I don't they know. Both th- just came back like a couple of weeks ago. It seems like. Oh, Raw has one too. Yeah, Raw Talk. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right, I'm pretty sure it does. Don't quote me on that, but I think I've seen those uh, teasers. I'm ex- I'm I I am excited to see the uh, the court battle if that's actually going to happen. If that's done right, that could be funny. If it's done right, yeah. Like Miz is obviously capable of great shit like that, and. Tucky's just, or uh, Otis is just so weird that it's hilarious. So I, yeah. I don't know if, yeah, if it's done right, that could be awesome. But we will have only time will tell on that one. Now, Eric, for it to be done right in your eyes, would it be in a courtroom or would it be in the ring? No, I want in the courtroom. Okay, good. I, was, <laughs> I was, just want to make sure we're on the same page because I want to see an empty. An empty court, clearly they rented out during socially distanced times. Yeah. During these pandemic times. Just rent yeah. out the empty courtroom for an hour and have like Miz getting thrown over the jury bench and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah. have lawyers standing around just shaking their head like uh, sno- snooty ass lawyers. Yeah. I think if it, like, if, if you go back and picture a crowd like wrestling used to be, uh, I think you could probably do it then. But still, might be better. But in in these in these certain situation, for sure, you wanted a, a, just a video package of the real courtroom. Yeah, I think I agree. 
so yeah, that's that's your draft. Um, that's the that's the first half of the draft. Yeah, we get uh, another draft on Monday, <clears throat> so we will see. For me, as of now, SmackDown's still the A show for me because of Roman Reigns. Well, I, I said last week they got to keep Roman and Seth separated. They didn't do that, Eric. So uh, this is interesting. It seems like it's kind of power heavy on SmackDown's side. I mean, well, wait, Bray Wyatt still hasn't been drafted. Nope, neither has Braun Strowman. There's a lot of big fish that haven't been called. There's a lot of big fish. But Dana Brooke is there. Yeah, th- thank God. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't worry, Fox or... No, don't worry, USA. You're safe. Yeah. You draft Dana Brooke. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, uh, Shinsuke, I guess. He's, uh, you know, solid mid-carder. Well, there's a lot of people that should have gone before Dana Brooke. Absolutely. That's, that's an absurd pick. Um, um, yeah, let's talk a second about... Let's, let's let's switch to some good news from the SmackDown night, like you uh, teased earlier. The Big E versus Sheamus falls count anywhere match that uh, thankfully proceeded right after the shit of the first round of draft that we had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's that was a rough start for me. I was like, man, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, you coming out with that? Yeah. You better have something, but. They knew it was a draft night, so they put their dicks on the table, mm-hmm. and they, they gave us a great mm-hmm. match to start off, something to really keep your eyes peeled to the tube. Yeah, and it was it was one of those deals I threw it on and then had to do a bunch of shit, but I could hear it, and then I came back, and they were backstage, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to rewatch this one. It looks pretty good. Uh, but started in the ring and then made their way backstage, but even in the ringside, they had a couple cool spots. Had a couple, they... Uh, Wrapped Big E up in the ropes and whooped his ass with the kendo stick, and then Big E got returned. Got the uh, got the revenge on him by duct taping his feet together, and whooping his oh, ass. Oh, that was with great! The... That that that's that's such a kid prank move. Yeah, you, you just see Sheamus trying to crawl under the ring. Yeah, Big E's gone by his ankles, and they're like, "Wait, Big E's got duct tape," and he's just <laughs> roll, yeah. wrapping those legs up nice and tight. Yeah. Pulling him out like a fish. And you gotta love stuff like that where it's like ridiculous. Like why? Like, like Sheamus is just under the ring. Like, oh my god! Like, I I am powerless at this point. He's wrapping my yeah, feet. Like, I feel him <laughs> on my legs, but I just gotta st- keep my legs together. Hopefully, he'll leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, like no flailing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but it made its way to the back, and it was cool. They a lot of good spots. They. Blasted uh, each other with uh, broke some broomsticks over the backs and went through a couple. Oh, some good mop shots. Yeah, great mop shots. I I don't remember where Biggie got the white shit all over him. What was that? <clears throat> that was right before the mop shots. They stopped by uh, a food table that just happened to have flour oh, and uh, a couple eggs. of dozen eggs sitting there. Yeah. So uh, Seamus was making cracks about pancakes while. Uh, Stuffing raw egg in his mouth and douse yeah. some flour. Yeah, that was good. I know you like pancakes. You know what you need for pancakes? A good egg. <laughs> with, with every uh, raw ingredient that was put on Biggie, I just thought more and more. I mean, my Attitude Era ass just kept flashing back to Stone Cold and Booker T in the grocery store. Yeah, oh yeah. Jackass on aisle five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember recently there was an AJ Styles versus somebody where you kept hitting him with hot dogs. I'm not <laughs> that, sure. that was for the podcast, Eric. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, who, who his opponent was, but that was a good one. But yeah, then they went out to the parking garage and a couple real good spots. He or who Sheamus threw a Big E through the windshield, or who went who went through the windshield? Uh, first, Sheamus gave him that. Uh... Samoan drop looking thing. What's that thing called? The, it's Seamus's uh oh. passing move. Yeah, the white noise. Yeah, he gave him a white noise through the windshield. And that got them both nice and bloody. They tried putting Big E in the trunk. And I thought, I, I, Eric, I, I, I closed my eyes for a hot second because I thought he was going to slam his arm in the trunk. 
Oh, he yeah. Had a, he had his arm, <laughs> he had Biggie's arm laying outside the trunk lid, and he was going, he was going for the big slam, and Eric, I, I slammed my, I slammed my fingers in the car door before, yeah. I don't want to feel that pain again. No. I closed my eyes, and I'm like, wait, why am I closing my eyes? I'm not going to chop his arm off in the trunk. <laughs> sure probably, enough, they didn't. Probably not. Big E was able to keep the trunk from shutting with his massive, massive leg muscles. And then uh, Seamus went for a broke kick and just broke the trunk. Then uh, Big E moved him to the other car where he uh, tried to slam him through. The slam didn't take on uh, the first take. Seamus just kind of slid down the hood of the car. So he quickly got him back up and gave him another slam where the windshield actually broke. Yep. And then, so who picked, who, Big E picks up the win. Big E eventually picked up the win. And that, that's when uh, Xavier and uh, Kofi came back. And then right after that, uh, when Stephanie came out with the second round, she also announced, oh, we'll, have a, we'll have a tag team championship match tonight because the New Day are back and they deserve the tag team titles. But yeah, the, the Big E Sheamus match is absolutely insanely good. Yeah, that was the best match of the week. Match of the week for me. Oh yeah. They're, they're bloody too. Bloody as all hell. Sheamus' oh, yeah. elbows were all cut up from the thing. Uh, Big E had a huge gash on his leg. A good, a, a great one. That's the match of the week for us. That's the, yeah. that's your Boom DDT match of the week. Let's give it a round of applause. And then, you know, it wasn't the match of the week. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, the Bailey uh, Sasha? Yeah. They did the old bait and switch, Eric, because they had this thing. This was was gonna keep you uh, watching SmackDown. They had this tease since last week that we are gonna get Bailey versus Sasha. Nope. I mean, we got it for a quick second, but then Bailey intentionally got herself DQ'd, and we're just taking it and running yeah. with it. But they 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 set up a actual Hell in a Cell match, correct? Not just a match at the pay per view, but a. A match in a cell. I don't know. I'm not getting... I'm not... Let me look. I think there's three matches set for actual uh, in a cell matches. And that was all laid out on SmackDown or Raw. One was uh, Orton and D-Mac on Raw. That got challenged and accepted. Uh, one, I think, was Sasha and Bayley because uh, post-match, Banks gave her a beatdown. And then challenged her to a match in a cell, I think. And then thirdly was uh, Roman and Jey Uso. When Roman uh, challenged Jey to a Hell in a Cell I Quit match. Mm -hmm. If I hear that correct. It could just be an I Quit match at Hell in a Cell. But I think it's inside a cell. Yeah, I'm on the. I'm I'm confirmed that all three. So far there's three Hell in Cells. Which probably be all. That'll probably be it. Yeah, that, that. I, I, I'm completely fine with that being it. You don't want to have four Hell in a Cells. No. Three is ridiculous already. It is. It's incredibly absurd. <laughs> I, could have, I could have done without the Randy Drew one. I, or, I don't know. Or maybe not the... Maybe do without the Bailey Sasha. It just depends on where these are going to go. So, I don't know. But it's... I don't know. I, I was back and forth on the Bailey Sasha. I was like, you know, maybe that's a good thing that we don't get an actual match yet. But then it's like, well, I don't know. If you want to stretch this thing out for a long time and really make a really make a grudge, you know, real grudge feud, then you might as well start having some matches, like something a la Sasha Charlotte. You remember from absolutely, uh, yeah, from first what, women's home cell match, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, I think they did. But I'm talking about like they had so many matches. Oh God, yeah that that was a culmination of like a year long feud. Yeah, so it, you could do it. I don't know, man. I don't know which way to go with this one. I, if I were to pick one of the three to admit, just based on like where you are in the storylines, I would have to go uh, Roman J. Just make that a straight I quit match. Yeah, you could do that for sure. 
Because I've never heard of an I Quit match inside a Hell in a Cell before. That, I thought that was wacky. It, it got me popping. But then after that, they said, hey, Sasha and Bailey also have a Hell in a Cell. And you're like, okay, well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Cell action. That's yeah. a lot of red fencing. Well, Roman uh, did say that it was the first ever I Quit Hell in a Cell match. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. I was I at first. I mean, I am excited for that one, but I know what you mean. You could do a regular I Quit match and extend this feud. You know, we still don't know really where this is gonna go. They're keeping it in the family, though. So yeah, let's talk about the Roman uh, segment on SmackDown because that's my Roman or yeah, the Roman Jey Uso thing's my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Is it really? Yeah. So. Uh, Uso, Jay comes out and starts cutting a promo about um, telling, asking Roman to come out there and tell him the stipulation and blah, blah, blah. And he says, you're not going to come out. You know, I know it's it's on your terms and blah, blah, blah. And he starts going off and talking about the Uso penitentiary. And uh, Paul Heyman interrupts him on the big screen and uh, introduces like a, a video package to show the destruction that Roman Reigns is capable of. Yeah. <laughs> and they go through the video package, and then when they get back, uh, they have a shot of Roman Reigns just looking like an absolute boss. Like, I loved I loved the way they set up this shot. With the, with the title off to the side, and his chair's kind of spun, like, halfway. Like, he looks like a mob boss or something. It's oh, amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember it. It took me a second. Yeah. yeah. Hey. That's perfect for heel Roman. Just cocky as all hell. Yeah, and and then they get in real tight, and he's just—I mean—he's just killing this role. Like he's just—he's he the it's, tribal chief, Eric. It's unbelievable. Like this is it, man. This is what this is the best Roman Reigns role I've seen. Yeah, he's like by far. the jawline, super stern. Like he just looks badass as fuck, and he, like I say, he looked like a fucking mob boss. The way they framed it. Chef's kiss whoever whoever you know did that. It was great work. Yeah, the cameraman was on point for that shot. Oh yeah, the director deserves a a, a little bit of what does Jr. always say? Hold on, a little more uh, cheese on his Whopper. <laughs> a little more cheese on what? Uh, he deserves a little more cheese on his Whopper. <laughs> Jr. would be a Burger King guy <laughs> or a Whopper guy at least. So, uh, so Roman says, uh, you know, he's talking about the, their, their classic match at Clash of Champions. I'm going to go ahead and call it a classic. It was a pandemic classic for sure. A pandemic classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he starts talking about that match and saying, you know, like all you had to do was acknowledge me and I was trying to help you and blah, blah, blah. And he announces the first ever I quit Hell in a Cell match. So um, that's all we got from Roman this week, but like you said, uh, it was a, I did like the I Quit stipulation. I still he's still rock uh, Paul Heyman still rocking the Reinsing defending. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that Brock returns, and Paul Heyman's calling his pants down with a dirty whore off to the side when when it, when his wife comes home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, which who knows when he'll be back, because he was a free agent. I don't think he's signed right now. Oh, man. If, if... Whenever we're post-pandemic and people are back in the crowd, and you still got Heyman rolling around with Reigns... Yeah, that'd be perfect. If, if Brock comes back... Like, that that's one of those straight... That's that's one of those feuds for WrestleMania where it's 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 the uh, it's the Mark's pick. Yeah, you know, like you could. We're not gonna try to shift you heel or face. You decide who's the face or who's the heel. Yeah, you like Brock or you like Roman? They're both bad guys. They're both assholes. But you got to pick one. Yeah, and I, man, I'm already ready for that. And the most Marks would say that we've already seen that enough, which we have seen Roman Brock, but. This, Don't care. This not, ad, not not the tribal chief. Yeah, this is not, a, not with Paul Heyman as the prize right. pick. Right, this is a total different one. But I don't think so, man. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking Dwayne the Rock Johnson's going to be headlining WrestleMania. Oh God, that would be amazing. I think I, I, either option is just 
perfect for a main event, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, I think they could they can easily stretch this out to WrestleMania, this whole Roman beating up his family. And who else to save the day than Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah, they bring in Keish around the holidays. Yeah. Give us some holiday cheer, and then Roman spoils that, <laughs> like, the, like the Grinch. Yeah. And then start bringing in The Rock, start teasing The Rock a little after Royal Rumble. Maybe even bring him in the Rumble at number 30, and he just gives a few rock bottoms. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's the one who gets to pick who he's, he's going at for WrestleMania. And who do you think he's going at? He's going at the Tribal Chief. That's right. <clears throat> oh, man. Eric, uh, probably the worst part of the week is uh, our, our own... Illinois' own Mustafa Ali. Oh, I forgot about this. Has now aligned himself with redemption. Yes. Why did it have to be him? Flapjack, Mace, and all those cool cats. Yeah, Flapjack, Mace, and the boys. At first I thought they were trying to omit Slapjack. And then I heard, he got Slapjack on the outside over there. And I just started cheesing it immediately. Still can't take that name seriously. Why did it have to be Mustafa? I just was like, no way, man. Like, I already, it's like, you know, at least, like, Redemption's gonna fail. Or what's it called? Retribution. <laughs> I keep thinking Redemption. Retribution's gonna fail. And at least it was gonna fail with guys that I don't really care about. But now it's gonna fail with Mustafa Ali? Come on. Like, Why? I mean that—that's—that's their—they're their grasping at straws. They knew they had to put someone in it to heat it up. Mustafa and, Ali, like Mustafa's not only aligned with them; he appeared to be their leader. But yeah, it's it. Did you see their run-in during that match? Like, there's—they had a couple of cronies with them that literally just put the hood over their head. And pulled the drawstrings tight. They didn't, they didn't even get a mask. They just pulled <laughs> their drawstrings tight, so they're peering through a tiny little hole around their yeah, nose. Yeah, looked like looked like uh, Kenny McCormick or whatever. Yeah, his name yeah, is. seriously, like Kenny's out here wrestling. <laughs> yeah, El Polo Loco. Yeah, I don't know, man. I hate it. I hated that they did that. Cause it's like why? Like your tag divisions in shambles. Like why didn't you have? Uh, why, why isn't Ricochet and Mustafa a tag team? And, like, not just to throw them together one, like, make them a real tag team. Like, give them a name, ring gear. Like, obviously, at first they're going to look like a thrown-together shitter, but we we could be convinced if you give them the right tools. Like, neither of them, those are just, they're just getting lost in the mid-card. Oh, yeah. Why, Absolutely. Why the fuck, like, give them, like, that's, that's fine. They're, that'd be a cool tag team. Give them a name, give them the gear. Have them get some wins. Actually, have them be a team. Like, don't give up after three months. Speaking of giving up, uh, <laughs> Cedric Alexander joined the Hurt Business, and where has he been the last couple of weeks? On vacation, that's where. <laughs> he wasn't on? I haven't seen him the last two weeks. They are flaunting the Hurt Business all through Raw. They had a couple different segments with the Hurt Business. and Oh, yeah, they did. They even mentioned Cedric Alexander, but he was nowhere to be found. Huh. Maybe he got the COVID. Maybe. You never know. You know what? That, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. He's going to have the COVID. Uh, we got four minutes, Jeff. What do we... Or three minutes. What, what else do we got here? Did we miss anything? Did Corbin sneak off on vacation? I'm trying to play a game of who's on vacation. <laughs> uh, Corbin was doing shit with Matt Riddle. So maybe he did. He was on last week, but he wasn't on this week. Another another high mid high mid card guy that hasn't been drafted over Dana Brooke. Oh yeah, yeah, you got it. This this draft is terrible. Um, Raw had one thing that was good, Eric, and they buried it among shit. Do, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? No. This I, was a match. That was set up by uh, interim commissioner Adam Pierce. Yeah. Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee. No, nice. Clash of the super heavyweights. 
and this got down and dirty real quick. It was a double count out immediately, which I didn't care for, but then they did a couple of spots. Uh, they were they uh, Lee got thrown through the barricade, uh, took down the entire row of barricades. Then Lee threw uh, Braun through the LED screen, and then this culminated with Lee either spearing or clotheslining uh, Braun off of the stage into a pile of tables and cords. I, and, uh, I don't know if they're going to go forward with Lee and Braun together, but that's a lot of meat in that hot dog. Yeah. And I am, I am all for it. Like, they're both kind of in this lost spot, but damn it, they can both put on a, a hoss vest. Oh yeah, that's a that is a stew. <laughs> it really is that a is, stew. That is a beef stew. That's thick. That's that's a put the kids to bed match. Yeah, that, that really is put the kids to bed for that one. So I I hope that they brew more with those two. LeBron, I, I, hang on, let me get it back on my draft page here. Braun still undrafted. Oh yeah. Okay, so Dana Brooke's secure. <laughs> yeah, we're just glad Dana Brooke made it. Thank God. Uh, Do a cartwheel for Dana Brooke. Yeah. Jeff, when I hear episode one, two, three, I'm thinking Mighty Ducks. You know? Yeah. A lot of guys go Star Wars? No. I watched, within the last week, I've had to, I've been on dad, solo daddy duty a lot due to uh, Samantha having a bunch of work uh, on the weeknights and, uh, here's a stink bug, on the weeknights and on, uh, uh, oh, yeah, on the yeah, I've, I've definitely seen one of those before. Hold on. Can you see him? Oh, there he is. He's dancing, he's dancing. Yeah. yeah. Creepy-ass dancing. Have you seen him? Have you seen that before? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Okay, well, I just wanted to uh, say that I think D2 is my favorite. But, I mean, yeah, that's that's a, that's an easy one to say, Eric. You think? I don't know. D one's good. So you don't care for D three? No, I don't care for D three. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yes, uh, it's a little corny and a little less hockey, but Eric. It's just it's a legendary series that slept on. So I wanted to mention that. Go go to Disney Plus and watch the whole series, episode one, two, and three. Fuck Star Wars. D one. D2, yeah. D3. Exactly. Exactly. All right, we have, we've done it, Jeff. We've talked for an hour. Nice. We, we, we've fulfilled, a, fulfilled our time slot, huh? Yeah, we did the whole draft. I think we got it all. Um, I want to say that the Chicago Bears are the worst 4-1 team in the history of football. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> there's a finals game tonight, and... Uh, have you lost in fantasy yet? I think I will this week. Who are you playing? Rain Man. Oh boy, short shorts, our friend of the show. Yeah, he he uh, he started out hot as hell. Started out really hot. He cooled off a little bit, but he's about to sneak one on you. Put it right up your ass. I I got COVID all over the place. Sim and Timberlands is full of COVID, so yeah. Fuck was that? It's Just not, had a whole flicker in here. I saw that a little, a little uh, electrical issue. Yeah, we got gusts in the area today, so it's <laughs> it's. Keep your hat on tight. Keep your hat on tight, Mario. Remember when it used to blow off and you have to go get it? <laughs> oh, what a pain in the ass! In- infuriating. That dumbass bird had it on the pyramid level. Yeah, or the monkey. Or the, the oh, the monkey! What a piece of shit. Uh, talking Mario 64, we'll be back next week with more more draft coverage, more sad Bears coverage. And hey, maybe uh, maybe Dana Brooke will find a new part. Maybe they'll draft Sonya Deville before Baron Corbin, too. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah, yet to be seen what happens with Sonya Deville when she was uh, kicked out of WWE to take a vacation. Yeah. We'll see how they introduce her. All right, Jeff. Uh... Enjoy the the rest of the football games and uh, um, go Lakers, I guess.
Uh, my Bulls fandom won't let me do that. So you're going to go Heat? Those losers? No, I'm just staying neutral. Okay. Objective. All right, because fuck the Heat. I, I'm not down with them. Right on. All right, night-night. Night-night. But now I don't it's understand. Calling I, now Sorry, I don't, now I don't calling. understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Zenny offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenny.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.